producer Brad Fuller has stated that while the film was a financial success, the backlash from fans, critics, and industry professionals alike was so great that the phones at Platinum Dunes didn't uh, uh, stop ringing for two years. Damn. Uh, they, or did, I guess, did not ring for two years. They would not make another film until The Purge <gasps> in 2013. I mean, they killed it with The Purge. <laughs> Uh, he admits that this film was handled poorly and a step back for the company, and it was decided that this would be their last horror remake. Fuck. What? Oh, my God, dude. It's not even the worst fucking one. It isn't. I, I still think that Chainsaw was their worst. And it was a good film for what it was, but um, as far as the remakes, I think it was probably the worst one of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, Freddie's sweater was knitted by Judy Graham, the same woman who knitted Freddie's sweater in the original Nightmare on Elm Street from 84. That's fucking so that sick. Cool. Did Jackie get to keep it? I'm sure there's probably uh, a few. Well, I don't know. You, you, you know how mad he had to be by knowing he nailed the role and then all the douchebags came out and torched him. Oh, I'm sure that he, it's to this day it still chaps his hide because, like, he, <clears throat> I think people still send him hate mail over that to this day. Like, yeah, this many but years does later. he do horror cons though? <laughs> if he does horror cons, I'm sure the fans are like, "Hey, but you did, you fucking killed it in that role." I don't. I think he's probably secluded himself from that stuff though. After all that hate he got, like, yeah. I mean, it really, it they really went after him after this movie. Um, if the internet had been more prevalent, or at least social media had, I think he would have probably he would have probably quit social media. That was how bad they were going after him. And he hasn't done anything since. Uh, he's. I think he's done things since oh, okay. then. Then he's okay. He's uh, fine. <laughs> uh, Kyle Gallner uh, suffered a cut to his abdomen when the glove Jackie Earl Haley had been wearing failed to bend back or down, leaving one of the knives still extended. Uh, Haley didn't realize this until the scene was finished. Fucking real? Awesome. It was real? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. glove's always yeah, real, really Noah. Cut him. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, for this, you, hold, on, hold on, hold on. You, we can't glance over that because I was always under the impression that that was the worst weapon ever. And now to hear that, I'm like, oh, well, shit. It sounds like it worked. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, they, they the always made it working, Noah. I, mean, I know, but in my head, like, I always watched it as a kid. and It was always scary, but I was always thinking, like, what kind of bullshit weapon is this? Like, is it really going to do any damage? And then you say that, and you're like, oh, well, shit. Apparently it does. Well, I mean, you think, all right, you think about, like, <clears throat> uh, primal creatures. I mean, like, creatures that would attack us in nature. Because that's what, that's what Craven based that on, was claws, basically. I mean, you get, like, a larger animal like a grizzly. I mean, they can disembowel you with those fucking things. Yeah, I mean, but so. they got so much strength, though, too. A lot of theirs is just flat-out brute force. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you can you can do the same with finesse. Like, if you know how to move the blades, I mean, you can get some serious trauma from just, I mean, the movement of them versus the brute strength behind it. Yeah, I, I was always under the impression that it wouldn't be an effective tool, and then to hear that someone accidentally gets cut would not trying to be cut yeah I'm like, hell yeah that's that's like we we love those that's happened a few times on death holler where we're like we've heard oh this is yeah accidental someone when got they, their nose broke or whatever like when yes. they were touring with that movie they should have been using it as like a part of the promo like like when they were on the late nights or whatever like yeah when we were filming it man like what's it dude got his abdomen slashed really bad yeah i don't think they were like advertise that so much like for us it'd be cool but for the average person be like oh my god what was going on there you know yeah, we People, don't. People, you don't gotta remember, Adam there's Baldwin a lot of fucking, there's a lot of women clutching their pearl, their pearl still over shit like this. So uh, we don't want an Alec Baldwin situation oh, where yeah. like something massive <laughs> bad went down on set. But but he got 
he didn't have to serve anything, so I guess it's fine. Oh Whatever. Yeah. You know. Speaking That's of the works. glove, so we all know that I eventually <laughs> am getting a a sleeve of all Halloween uh, st- related spooky horror film stuff on my arm. But my tattoo artist wants to do the Freddy glove on my hand. Now I do want to get my hand tattooed. I am going all the way. Uh, I just I have not seen a tattoo yet a- at all of that where it's on the top of the hand. And I don't know that he can successfully do that on my hand. Yeah, a lot of tattoo artists hate doing the hand. Yeah, uh, he had suggested it. He didn't say he wasn't dead set on it or anything. I would love to do it. I just don't know that it's going to last. A, I have a suggestion. If yeah. you do do the glove from uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, the one of the bones, Ooh. That, that's the coolest Where it's one. integrated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about the New Nightmare one, yeah. right? Oh, yes. of course. I wouldn't yes. have it any other way. It wasn't that from the original film poster, though, that you said? The film poster, yes. That's what they based that on, yeah. Yeah, was the original Nightmare on Elm Street film poster, even though that's not what the hand looked like in the film. Uh, yes, <laughs> that, I don't know where I'm going to get the glove. I would love to have it on my hand. I just don't think it can be successfully done and look good for a long time. If not, someone got a tattoo where it looked like their body got slashed. Now, they got it on their arm. I don't know that I'm going to have enough room on my arm because I still have small arms. But someone got the slash, and it looked like it was written in Freddie's uh, slash, you know, finger slashes, never sleep again. And I thought that was really <laughs> fucking cool. If they didn't put bitch out from it, bitch, then it's not <laughs> never sleep again, bitch. Maybe I might do that just to throw in a little Frederick nostalgia. Oh, Frederick. Really? Welcome to primetime, bitch. bitch. He just we we talked about his quotes, Robert England, and he always in every film threw in a bitch somewhere. I don't know so much the first film, but at least every film after that, bitch. When he, I remember. Well, I think he's. I think he called Nancy a bitch when she hit him with he the base. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, bitch. Yeah, he had to throw in a bitch. <laughs> like bitches love being called bitches, you know. Yeah, they do. Pull her hair, slap her around a little bit. <laughs> I'm your boyfriend now, now bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, for his big scene in the opening sequence, Kalen Lutz chose not to sleep for a few days to get himself oh, into character. Oh, he looked like a sick motherfucker, too. <laughs> yeah. How, a few days? That's what he said. Oh, man, I throw up. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> yeah, but you're an actor. You don't have any real responsibilities. That's true. <laughs> that would be worse. No, it would be easy because you can just go through it. You can just do whatever you want all day long. It's not like you turn around and going to work and picking up the kids. Yeah, but like the the lazy the lazy fat bitch that's in here somewhere, bitch, would would want to sleep. You know me. I know me. We all know me. This is where the disconnect is because if you're in Hollywood, you'd just be doing cocaine the whole time. Okay, well, uh, hopefully he did some of that. I'm pretty sure. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Mainlining coke while off of a, a hooker's tits or something. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the way that you do that. What are you doing? I'm getting ready for a movie role. Yeah, <laughs> practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I want a divorce. Uh, Freddie says that the human brain will still function well over seven minutes after death. This is actually true. The human brain will function nearly ten minutes after death. That's oh. disgusting. You just reliving all the bad decisions leading up to you dying. Oh, I wonder geez. what song plays. That's a long, long, you know. Well, I know when you die, your body dumps all the. Like, do I just hear November rain as everything's playing? Which, or, or, gotta, or, we, or knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> that's what's playing. Well, you got to keep in mind too, when you die, your body dumps all the endogenous DMT. So whatever's in your brain, whatever's in your liver, gets fully released. So you're yep. 
you're on the cloud nine before you step out the other. Yeah, you're, you're high as hell as you're going into. Wait, heaven, wait, wait, wait! So. But what if your head gets disconnected though? Your brain has it. Your brain's gonna. Oh. It dumps it from the penile yeah. gland and then it dumps it from the liver. So even if your head gets disconnected, it's dumping it from the brain and then the brain can't process it, so it can't even break it down. Only the liver wiki, can. Wiki. <laughs> All right. Great conversation. <laughs> When Jackie Earl Haley was asked what put him in the right mindset to play Freddy Krueger, he said, sitting in the makeup chair for three hours. After that, you feel like you could kill someone. Hell yeah. Oh, boo-frickety-hoo, sir. That is the best answer. It is, but, like, uh, how long Robert was Robert? Had it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Robert had to sit there for almost six hours at the beginning. Well, and not even six hours, <laughs> but think of all the movies he did afterwards. Mm. Well, no, 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 because eventually he talked them into making a mask. But even then, you still got to you still got to blend it in. There, it was like two hours of makeup. That's okay. Yeah. How many movies? <laughs> yeah, but still, yeah, he, he was like, I'm just saying, that's he, a lot of. After, even after they get it perfected and it's down to two hours, you're like, gosh. And it's every day they got to put it on. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, I don't know. And then he kept it on, which is so funny because like going and talking to the kids, hey kids, you know. <laughs> and then Tim Curry walks into this whole conversation, says, hold my beer, bitch. Yes, with like, the devil. how he literally lost skin <laughs> in that suit for I Am Legend. So, yeah. Or, Wait, or, or, the or legend. 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 Uh, the long lost, in the long lost archives of Death Holler, somewhere in this laptop, our episode of Legend exists and it never got released. We never found it. It's gone. I almost feel like going back and re-recording We could that. go rewatch it. That, there was a good tri- there was good trivia in that fucking episode. I think we could do it again. <laughs> oh, so, that's such a good movie too. It is. It really <laughs> is. Uh, the Freddy gloves were the most protected props on the set. Previous films had issues with the gloves being stolen. <laughs> uh, most uh, most notorious was the glove stolen from one of the films that, that appeared in Evil Dead Two, uh, hanging in a shed. Yeah. Um, so. Oh really? Yes, it was in yeah. Evil Dead. Oh, and dude, was, I gotta it, rewatch it, that. It was legit yes. the one they stole from the movie set too. So, so wait, yeah. they stole it and put it in Evil Dead, yes. and then it got stolen from Evil Dead. Uh, no, I'm saying it was stolen from the Nightmare set, yeah. and taken to Evil Dead Two and used on their set. I mean, I don't Where, fucking blame them. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, and then Wes to get back at them showed like Evil Dead, or uh, it was back and forth. I don't know who started this whole yeah. uh, fight, but. Uh, he played that as the movie that one of them was going to sleep to as if it was boring or yeah. something. <laughs> Uh, Wes Craven, <laughs> having signed the sequel franchise rights away when making a Nightmare on Elm Street 84 just to get it financed, had no involvement with the remake and was not even aware it was being made until well into the production. In a 2009 interview, he expressed his displeasure with the then unreleased film as the original was very important to him. Yeah, I mean, it's disrespectful. Why would you not want to contact the master of horror? What would have been disrespectful if they had made it and trashed the original concept of the movie? That would have been bad. That would have been, but he, I mean, I, I think if you're going to make these movies, as beloved as they are, just like we talked about earlier, you need to get both Robert to sign off and give his blessing to whoever's taking over the role. Yeah. And you, and it would have been great when he was alive to have Wes come in and say, this is yeah. a good, you know, you're doing a good job. And they it, didn't, you know? and look what happened. I'm not saying that it's because they didn't, but I'm saying it's because they didn't. The problem is fanboys always get out in front of their skis. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, that's true. Now the problem is you have a carpenter situation where you can go in there and approve it and say, "Yeah, these movies are fine." Cough, cough. Halloween twenty eighteen, and then just go collect your money or go the play, fog. Uh, 
Call of Duty, yeah, the far, the Fog remake. The Fark. Go play, yeah, the Frog or Fark. Uh, anyways, <laughs> go play Call of Duty while you're getting high, which is what, you know, Carpenter does, which is fine. I mean, that's cool, but I'm saying that just because he signed off on them does not make them good movies. Yeah. It's 100% true. <laughs> you uh, approved this? Fuck yeah. Did you see it? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't watch that shit. It was awful. Uh, where's my money at? <laughs> At a Comic-Con festival, Robert England supported Jackie Earl Haley as the new Freddy after he saw his performance as Rorschach in The Watchmen. So at least Robert, yeah, you gave know. his blessing, which is, I mean, fuck, that guy needed it, you know? I, I really hope that he came to his fucking defense, too, at some point. We don't have that in trivia, but it would be nice to know, you know, because that guy deserved it. Uh, he did go on to say that, uh, give his blessing, saying the torch had been well passed. So he did go on to say that about Jack Yarrell. Um, Heather Langenkamp was actually offered uh, a cameo in this movie, but she declined. She would have been playing a waitress in the opening diner scene. I don't blame her. She does not look the same. It's <laughs> like, a harsh reality. She's aged naturally. I will leave it at that. Does she look that bad? Compared to what she looked like, because the Reverend and I won't stop drooling over her, because she just gets more and more gorgeous. Like, the older she got and into these films, it's like she got hotter. But then now she's, again, she's aged naturally, so it's not like, it's just not what she was when she oh, was yeah, younger. Oh, yeah, I've seen I've seen her recently. I know what you're talking about, because she was in that, um, she was in the Netflix, The Midnight Club. She was uh, the Netflix show, The Midnight Club. She was in that show, and you can see the wrinkles around her eyes and all that. She doesn't look bad for her age, Mm-mm. but she I, doesn't. I have such mixed feelings about that show. Like, the potential was there, and then they started doing some woke shit, and it was just like, oh, man, what are we doing? Yeah, it got a little too woke in places, and I, I, I appreciated the music choices they had. It was very nostalgic for people who were raised in that time period, but, like, it it, it didn't really – the story didn't take off. Like, it didn't go anywhere, I didn't feel like. it's okay. It sucked. It had so much potential. So there's our young Heather right there. I'm looking. Okay, and then here is our older, um, let me find the most recent one of her. That's not most recent, right there. Yeah, she has a real face. Mm -hmm. She has a real face, yes, exactly. It doesn't look the same, and she probably, I don't know. Maybe she wasn't ready for that, and I think it's a good thing she didn't. In her age, being in a film that got so much backlash, I don't think it would have been... I don't know. I don't, I think if she wasn't mentally wanting to do the film, I think it's good that she didn't. Yeah, it would have been it. worse to have to deal with the backlash and been like, I didn't really even want to do this film. Yeah. But, you know, why did I choose to do this? Uh, Rooney Mara hated being in this movie so much that she almost quit acting. Well, you quit acting in this film. But yeah. <laughs> hey, Rooney, we hated you in this film, too. <laughs> Uh, Jack Earl Haley frequently improvised on set, feeling this might help unease his fellow cast members if they didn't know what he was going to say. Um, I okay, I could see that if he came up with his lines, they didn't know how he was going to act toward them. I like Tim Curry going back to him because he was such a good method actor yeah. on set. <clears throat> like when he was playing Pennywise, like he would legit scowl and and like uh scream at the kids as they walked by so that they wouldn't like feel friendly toward him at all that's hella funny (laughs) robert england complete opposite hey kids 
I've yeah, got Robert candy. Over there. It's like, are you okay? Are you doing all right? Okay, you got like, this little buddy, okay? We're going we're gonna to get this. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I cut your face? My bad. I, can't, I forget that I'm wearing my gloves. Yeah. I mean, it was so, he was such a fatherly figure that in Dream Warriors, like the male character, the male actors uh, would come up to him and ask oh, yeah. him uh, to help him like get, give tips on how they could get with Patricia Arquette. Like they, they were that familiar with him that they was asking him that sort of stuff he consoled a kid babe that his dad died two months before he had to go on set and he like got this kid like like okay like mentally where he needed to be to to finish the filming or not even finish but even begin starting like also that mom holy shit you know what would have been the best is if he did all that and then he looked for the prime opportunity to scare the shit out of the kid that'd be so fucking awesome <laughs> that would have been funny just ah! like freddie went into his uh his trailer or whatever it was, and just jumped out of the fucking closet. I wonder if uh, if they ever had to get that kid to cry, if they'd get Robert England to go up there and be like, I killed your dad. I killed your dad, bitch. <laughs> well, they did that. I killed in, your dad, bitch. In the last film, they kind of did that to the kid. They, yeah. They got the dad to tell the kid your mom died. Yeah, yeah. His, his dad was on set, and he was telling him every day, it's like, your mom's dead. She's, she just left the set, and she got in a car accident and died. Like his real Got him dad to real cry. Yeah. I was like, fucking money talks, bitch. And it's that kid from Pet Cemetery that they were doing that to. Not that he already didn't have enough trauma from making that movie beforehand. Well, I mean, he didn't really get hit by the truck. Spoiler alert. He was fine. It was they fine. Had to, they had to direct the kid to hold a scalpel while yeah. he was a toddler. <laughs> and this, uh, the kid's messed up, okay? Look at Am I wrong? Would we let our daughter do that? I feel like we would have let our daughter do that in film. If we were there every day. I don't know if I ever put my kids in a movie or attached to Hollywood. I got a huge we, issue Knowing what Hollywood. we know now, but when Nona was, a, when tiny Lucifina was just a tinier Lucifina, okay? And we were, we were contacted by our friend who's a movie director. Like, hey, I want her to be a child murderer in this film. We would absolutely do it. I would. You. I'd probably do it. Yeah, we would absolutely let her, and it fits her personality now. Just if you have the uh, studio execs wanting your kid in around them while you're not around, yes. i.e., uh, Ezra Miller. Oh yeah. So oh no no no! It would be a yeah. <laughs> Knowing what we know, it'd be like my kid will be fucking twenty three, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm standing right here. <laughs> Uh, this was originally intended to be a prequel, but the idea was dropped and that was probably a good idea. Cause I think a prequel as a treat, as a potential storyline for this movie would have sucked balls. Yeah. Because you didn't like the prequel that was kind of introduced in one of the films. And I was like, okay with it. And you're like, he didn't need that. So yeah, I think it's probably a good idea. Yeah. That was the one that they introduced in part six where they made Freddie like a family man before mm -hmm. he started a psycho family before man. Before he started choking his wife in the backyard. Yeah. Like you, you I thought it was cool. <laughs> I did like Alice Cooper being in it though. It's like his uh, stepfather oh, yeah. that beat him on a regular basis. That was pretty cool. Feed my Frankenstein bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Wayne's world again a few nights ago. I've <laughs> seen him in that. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley actually scratched his corneas with the contact lenses he wore, delaying production for a short time. Uh, he also had the whites of his eyes turn blood red for two weeks because of this. Okay, did he put them on with his fucking glove? Because that's retarded. <laughs> How do you, okay, uh, like, I don't understand the whole scratched cornea. Con oh, it was 2010. I'm trying to think if I was wearing contacts back 
Yeah, I was. They were soft contact lenses. What the fuck? I I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. That's what happened. Okay. Uh, After rumors began circulating this movie was going to be PG-13, producer Brad Fuller quickly denied the rumors on his blog, stating, make no mistake, this is an R-rated movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, to pay uh, as much uh, homage and respect to Wes Craven's original film as possible, many iconic scenes from Nightmare on Elm Street were reused. Unfortunately, this drew heavy criticism cr- from critics and fans alike, which saw it as plagiarizing the original and demonstrating a lack of imagination. 100%. No imagination in this film. <laughs> there was great acting by the actor, by the Frederick. It's a remake. You can't vary off too much of the original idea. Because at that point, why don't you just make an original movie? Well, that's that's the argument people have been making for years, though. It's like, yeah. so, <clears throat> uh, so here's the thing. One of the best remakes in history is probably John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with the original movie that it was based on, other than the setting, I think, and the concept of an alien. That's about it. So, yeah, but John Carpenter's movie of The Thing is more tangible like, with, with the book. Yeah, that's why I was going to say it's based on the book. So, I mean, right. there's that. The book is very, very much on the... See, the book is based off the perception of the alien. And that's kind of where he kind of drew that as the as the guidance for it. But it, uh, there's, there's instances where the remakes are better just because they veer away a little bit. Like uh, The Fly, Cronenberg's The Fly, totally different than the original in the concept of how it was, and it, it's a much better movie. But the like, big thing, too, is you got the giant technology jump in special effects, which really yeah. changes everything. You're talking about like a 40-year jump, and it, it'd be like making Nosferatu and then not incorporating any modern-day FX effects. So that's going to change a lot of it, too. Well, there was about a 30-year jump between these movies, though, if you're talking about taking it back to the original. The problem, I feel like, is the fact that CGI was a step back for a long time, so you actually you you downgraded like visually in a lot of cases. I mean, at least in the early 2000s before they started getting a handle on CGI a little bit better. Because, <clears throat> I mean, you take some of the prosthetic effects back in the uh, especially late 80s. I mean, God. I mean, well, even early 80s. I mean, uh American Werewolf in London, I mean, that transformation scene is friggin' ridiculous, yeah. even to this day. Yeah. Um, and, like, you take a CGI, like, werewolf, like, in Wes Craven's Cursed, I mean, it looks like dog shit, to be perfectly honest, and it was a lot later on. See, I don't know what it is with the 80s, but, man, I don't know if it had to do with the guys that were doing the special effects, but they were just... Like big time pioneers. I mean, well, you you had you had the pioneers like Tom Savini. Well, he started off in the seventies, kind of. But I know, but it, it, he was able to set up the entire market of mm-hmm. like this is what we can do with. Well, this he stuff. had a college too. Like he had a legit college where he trained people yeah, how to fucking. I think yeah, college is still going on. He just doesn't. He stepped back from like actually being a teacher as much. Well, yeah, as he you was. can't be Tom Savini and fucking be teaching classes. Could you imagine that? You know, what well, I mean? he did. That, he did for years though. Yeah, he did, he did teach for years just because he wanted like a new crop of you know actual effects artists. Yeah, out there. I don't blame him because he <laughs> is the best, and you want to teach your skill, but he's too famous now. It's not that he wasn't famous back then. It's just that he's even more now, and you got even more crazed fanatics. Um, but yeah, I mean, you take talk Rob Botine, who did like the thing. I think he also might have did American Werewolf in London. Uh, you take um, you know Savini. Uh, 
you, uh, and I, I always blank on his name, but the, the guy who's over the walking dead now, um, you know, he was, he was under Savini for a good long while and we even worked on the original evil dead. Like there, I mean, there's not a class of like FX people that are like that anymore. It's all like guys on computers just yeah. like cranking out code. I mean, it's very few. <clears throat> I feel like the last time they had really good, like, prosthetic effects mixed with the CGI is when uh, Peter Jackson did it, both with um, uh, the Frighteners, and then they went and did the same stuff for The Lord of the Rings. That was, like, the last little hurrah for the all that sort of stuff. Um <clears throat> The script went through nearly 15 drafts. The final film is a hybrid of four of them. Eric Heiserer, who's listed as co-writer, has stated that he saw very little of his contributions in the final film. Hmm. Sucks to uh, suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is Jackie Earl Haley auditioned for uh, the first Nightmare on Elm Street in 84, and his friend Johnny Depp tagged along, but was so handsome they asked him to audition, eventually giving him and not Haley a part in the film. Uh, the truth, uh, Haley told Movies Online, is it's impossible that I auditioned for Nightmare on Elm Street and don't remember. Uh, it is possible that I auditioned and don't remember. It's also possible that I could have been sitting next to Johnny in the waiting room. That's that's the only thing I could figure where that started from. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Jackie Earl Haley was initially apprehensive about playing Freddy as he was intimida intimidated by playing a character that he felt was really owned by another actor, i.e. England. However, the idea of playing Freddy excited him so much that he decided to accept the role. Uh, yeah, I, I don't blame him. I appreciate him doing that, although I feel bad for the backlash he got. Yeah. Uh, at around one hour and 23 minutes when Nancy is drowning in the blood, the blood breaks through the floor to pour into the bedroom downstairs. This is a tribute to the original's famous uh, bed death scene where Johnny Depp is slaughtered by Freddy, causing the blood geyser, you know, yeah. to come out of the bed. That's one of the things that they said that they, they took one of the best, you know, one of the best scenes and they kind of made it their own. Um, and, that, and that one was cool. Yeah, it was a different twist on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, director Samuel Bayer uh, began pursuing Jackie Earl Haley to play Freddy after he viewed the screen test he did for the movie Watchmen, stating it blew my mind, which rightfully so, Rorschach yeah. is awesome. Uh, the school board president of one of the two high schools of the movie was filmed at allowed the movie to be filmed there under the condition that no death scenes were being filmed inside of the school. Apparently, he was okay with molestation, but oh. not death. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, folks. I mean, you know, he they they didn't they didn't think they didn't that one through. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. The, gotcha, bitch. Uh, after the film's financial success, the studio greenlit production on a sequel, and Jackie Earl Haley began discussions regarding his salary and possible storylines. However, the massive critical and fan backlash brought these plans to an end. Yeah, I mean, I. How, I was knowing, interested to see what they would have done with the sequel. Yeah, I really I, I would I would definitely watch it. Like and I'd watch it, you know, with with uh with an open mind. Uh the Elm Street home was filmed on an actual Elm Street in Barrington, Illinois in this movie. So there you go on that. Um, the casting of Jackie Earl Haley as Freddy originally started as a rumor during multiple interviews. Haley acknowledged the rumor, stating that he would enjoy playing the character and he was eventually cast. Wow. Uh, Talk about a nightmare come true. 
Haley and Mara signed up for multiple films. Haley's contract was for uh, three total films, while Mara's was for two. It is now nearly nine years later, which that was the time that they did those. <laughs> it's even later. Uh, and there is no indication the sequel is ever going to be made. In fact, there, if they do it with the Duffer Brothers, it's probably going to be a completely different scenario. Yeah, and not with. only that, well, it, because it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be under, is it going to be under the same studio? Um, uh, it'll be New Line. I okay, mean, they, yeah. They, I, I don't know who owns New Line now, though. Maybe it's Warner Brothers, I think, uh, okay. is the owner. Because I'm trying to think, like, <clears> if they don't use Rooney Mara... And they don't use Jackie. Is that a breach of contract? And will they get paid out? Um, I would think at this point that they could probably get out from under it because that wasn't the exact thing that they were. The contract was built for. Um, mm. Interesting. Jack Earl Haley said he was apprehensive about taking on the role of a child molester for about a minute and a half. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> I don't like him anymore. And I was kidding. Uh, this broke the record for midnight openings for a horror mo uh, film. Uh, the Elm Street sign is seen twice during the film, but the name Elm Street is never spoken. Okay. Robert England, who portrayed Freddy Krueger in all the previous films in the series, expressed approval of the remake as he felt the story could be better told with the use of CGI and other special effects that didn't exist in 84. After the film's release, however, he expressed disappointment with it, citing ineffective makeup effects and lack of empathetic characters. Mm. See, you know what the wild is thing Rennie is? Rennie Mara is who he's talking about. Uh, I, would say, I would say for sure he's talking yeah, about her. Yeah, and makeup effects, I, he's wrong. It, it, you know the thing that's wild, like, Everybody I know that when it's seen this movie, they didn't trash it. They didn't really have a whole lot of bad things to say about it. But it sounds like the out the online culture is the one that lost their fucking mind. I think this was yeah. I think this was a mob wave that like you know how they the, the it's the Nickelback effect. I mean really yeah. you know like if you listen to Nickelback back in the day, everybody sung their songs. Everybody was cool with them. There was a small group of people online that started that whole shit about Nickelback sucks. If you listen to Nickelback, you suck. And then they were hated for years. I mean even like the lead singer. Uh, talked about it recently on tiktok and he said i don't know where it came from he said but it was just overnight we were hated by everybody you know um and now they're coming back and they're saying i always like nickelback and i think that's what's happening in this movie like people are saying well it's not that bad and it's like where were you you know back in the day whenever it was getting trashed you know i just realized we were days away from <laughs> we didn't realize we were days away but we were days away from having uh benny when this oh, really? film came out yeah so it, it was definitely a home watch for us. Well, for you, I didn't watch it. Uh, let's see. A sequel to the film was planned, which would have focused on Kruger going after the people who had burned him alive. The opening sequence of the sequel would have expanded on the flashback to when Kruger died, which would reveal that he was taken to a hospital uh, where he would have succumbed to his wounds. And then became a hot nurse. I'm just kidding. That would have been well, awesome if it, he'd gone after the adults. Yeah, that 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 would have been fine. I mean, actually, that would have been. I, I think you could have, maybe. I mean, you would could uh, you would have been empathetic necessarily, but you could have understood it a little bit better. Oh in yeah, case. yeah, it would have made more sense to go after them. However, none of the adults in any of these films we've seen would have known what the fuck to do. They didn't <laughs> no. have the wit or the energy or anything that their kids fucking had. No. I still think back to the mom in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. She was like drunk, drunk. off her oh, yeah. ass every damn day. She'd be like, the first I mean, one to go. Hey, that, but 
It would have been the best showing these people trying to go do their day jobs while that shit was going oh, on. Oh, yeah. While they're fucking yeah, having fucking uh, flash naps or whatever the fuck they're called. Johnson, why, why are you looking internet porn again? It's like playing on the computer or whatever. <laughs> and then they're sitting there and they're like, you know, in their dream, they're sleeping with like hot you yeah, know, oh, nurse yeah. Freddy or something. Hot nurse Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Give him that tongue of doom. <laughs> Uh, we've already kind of covered this about it was the last one they did before the purge in a quiet place. Uh, at his audition, Kyle Gallner impressed everyone so much that he got the role the same day. Wow. That, that doesn't happen that often. They usually have them come back three or four times. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Steve Buscemi were considered to play Freddy Krueger. Um, no and no, but thank you. We appreciate <laughs> the time. I'm trying. Well, it's Buscemi, as some people say. I'm trying to think of Steve Buscemi or Buscemi like as that character. All I can think of is him coming in there with a fedora on, with a skateboard slung over his back, like in that movie, and it he's cr- like, "Hello, fellow kids." And like that crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the crazy eyes. Crazy eyes, Krueger. <laughs> Uh, Billy Bob Thornton would just play Bad Santa, but like in a Freddy outfit. That's See, literally what he would have played. I don't know. I think Billy Bob Thornton could have pulled it off. Mm, he he, could, yeah, he mean, can be menacing. Yeah. I'm not going to rule that out, but. He he has some good chops. He's did a lot. He has a wide eclectic things he's played. He does. It's just hard now that we've seen um what's his name? Jackie in the role. I I think he did. I think he did a stellar job with it. I'm, I don't know that Billy Bob could have done it better. Billy Bob's getting a little old, too. No, this is the original. This was, yeah, back oh, in the day, oh, he, would, he was the author. Oh, hmm, I don't know, but definitely not Crazy Eyes Kruger. <laughs> uh, Freddie's voice was digitally altered in post-production in an effort to give his voice a supernatural quality. Oh, that's lame. I could have gone uh, my whole life not knowing that information, honestly. I uh, really thought uh, that was him. Was that Robert England or uh, Jackie's? Jackie's, I don't think that they only altered uh, Roberts and like I want to say New Nightmare because they wanted more demonic sounding. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they did a good job with that. But how was Jackie's voice in um, Watchmen? Oh, really good. Like I mean, he like he was basically roaring like it. You know, whenever he had like you know uh, like say his lines or whatever. I mean, he was damn good in it. Well, yeah, really and then like, did they have to enhance his voice? Is what I'm getting at. They did, and they it was a choice. Okay. Um, don't like I it. just find it funny that they said supernatural. Yeah, shut up. Also. <laughs> this is the first nightmare movie, not Star Robert, of course, is Freddy. Um, and he played that character in every other thing out there. Oh, yeah. Um, the makeup team wanted to make Freddy look more like an actual burn victim, and the crew had many reference photos of actual victims, which detailed how white the skin would appear after healing. Uh, they did not want the audience to turn away in disgust whenever Freddy appeared on screen, so they opted to take away some of the realism. So they backed it back off of what they wanted it to look like. See, I think they nailed it because his face looks tight. And, like, yeah. that's, that's it, kind of. I, it looks like he had reconstructive surgery. I, it looks like I he was a burn victim I mean, going I, through surgery. So what they they basically made it realistic enough to where it got the point across without making it gruesome enough to where you were like, oh, fuck, I can't, you know. That's what they were going for. They did yeah. a good job with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, when the prop department was designing the glove, they built dozens of models, some of which had claws on all five fingers. Um, that'd what? make it hard to wipe your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel Bayer turned down the offer to direct twice. He previously turned down several Platinum Dune films, including the Amityville Horror remake, which I I don't, I mean, we've not covered that and we will at some point. I mean, what's your all's thoughts on that Amityville Horror remake? I didn't hate it, but I didn't feel like it was necessary. And Ryan Reynolds wasn't that great in it. I don't remember if I saw it. It sucked. 
Okay, it's, I don't know if I saw it. But I can't take Ryan Reynolds serious as a in a horror movie. That's it's yeah. That was the worst part about it was just because of that. And then of course was it, he just it, basically he tar- Van Wilder in a more like <laughs> no he, he serious role. He became this. It almost seemed like an like a walking around idiot. It it he, it was like a weird version of a menacing. I don't know. I, I he didn't sell me on it. Okay. He he was he's basically walking around in a daze and and okay. snarling at people. That's that's kind of what it amounted to. That sucks. Um, and also he turned down directing Friday the Thirteenth in tw- two thousand nine. Um, he relented after receiving a long email from producer Michael Bay, who said that doing the film would r- really open up his career opportunities. Ooh, yeah, to a lot of backlash. <laughs> yeah, as of twenty twenty one, he is not directing another feature film. Oh or had not. shit. So Michael Bay, he, he fucked him over royally. Michael Bay didn't. The fans did, technically. Well, technically, but still. It's like, oh, this is going to give you so many opportunities, man. Just come do this. Well, mm-hmm. did he choose not to direct other films? Is he just doing... Because you know how some we've talked about how some of the bat, the directors kind of go into doing other things behind the scenes? He probably could have went on and did some independent movies, I would imagine, and, you know, ones that would have not been so high profile and got him. But I don't know. Some people, he might have also been like, this is beneath me, and that would have been on him. I don't know. That's yeah. Just, that's, that's all we got to go off of. Um, this Freddy design, and this was similar to what Wes originally won in 84, uh, a little bit closer to it at least. Yeah. Uh, the same animators who did the CGI work for Harvey Dent, Two-Face, and The Dark Knight were brought in to do the CGI work for Freddy's face. Um, I feel like it's better than this because that's the one thing I don't like about The Dark Knight. It's a great movie, but I feel like Harvey Dent's CGI is kind of shit in that movie. Uh, when you go back and watch it now, at least. Yeah. At five foot six, he was shorter than all the young adult actors in the movie, with the exception of Rooney Mara. Uh, they had to use several thing uh, techniques to make him appear taller. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. Uh, this is the third horror film remake to star Katie Cassidy after she starred in When a Stranger Calls and Black Christmas remakes. Uh, and her career kind of went to the CW and then fell off a cliff after that. Uh, when Nancy is looking for information on the other kids in her class, she comes across a classmate who posts video blogs of experiences with Freddy. This is Aaron Yu, who played Chewie in Friday the 13th's remake. <laughs> Uh, when filming first began, it took the makeup team six hours to <gasps> apply the Freddy makeup to Jackie Earl. After a while, the team was able to shorten it down to approximately three hours. Okay, so I can understand the complaining hey, in the beginning. I would bitch about six hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's got to fucking ridiculous. suck. It, hey, they were just getting him in character. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to kill Pissed somebody. Him off. Uh, John Saxon was offered a cameo, but his schedule didn't allow for it, so he would have done the movie. Oh, that would have been cool. What schedule? When's the last yeah. time you watched a John Saxon Okay, hold movie? on, hold on, hold on. Let's see if we can find something. Hold on. When, when, when did this movie come out? 2010? 2010. Yeah. 2010, yeah. the fuck was John Saxon doing in 2010? Okay. Uh, it might have been family related. Who knows? I oh, mean, yeah. Okay, hold on. Uh, nothing as far as I can see. Hold on, hold on. Just, just pull up the last John Saxon movie he well, was in. Well, that's the in. thing. Is for some reason, Google's not putting their movies in order as of right now, and it's really weird. Just go to IDBM and just type in He, John. Was, in, he was doing he was in the war- movie Werewolves or same- Warwolves in 2009. He, he was in the uh, – he in 2010, the, the year this came out, uh, he was in a movie called Bring Me the Head of Lance Henriksen. So, uh, okay, so he had two the, films circle uh, it's circa this time frame. He was that, Actually – 
he did three movies in 2009, which is when this would have been filming. So, Good God, I only saw one. I didn't realize he it's did three. It's a cameo, dude. You're like, what? You're dipping in for a scene. I mean, probably good that he didn't. It's not like it got the best, you know. There's two movies that John Saxon was in that I can really put something down, and he wasn't really an amazing actor in one of them. Just the other. one of them, he did a good job acting. The other one was just him, and that's Enter the Dragon. And fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, uh, don't, don't rule Christmas. him out in Black Christmas yeah. because he played the same characters he played in Nightmare on Elm Street. I did not know Man. he was in Beverly Hills Cop 3. Um, I forgot he was in From Dusk Till Dawn. That's pretty cool that he was in that. Oh, shit. That didn't pop up for some reason on Yeah, it tells you how good of a job he did. You can't even remember it. <laughs> I don't remember well, a lot he, of the actors that were in From Dusk Till Dawn. I know, I know Tom Savini but, was but in it, but that Nightmare was... Nightmare on Elm Street, he did a, he, he was a good job. That was an awesome role he played. Listen, after Salma Hayek uh, was uh, let, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> lick her feet, I mean, it's hard to remember anything else about that movie. I'm just saying. Let's throw that out there. <laughs> tell me, you, you uh, tell me, I guarantee you didn't forget Tom Savini's crotch gun. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I remember a lot about that movie. That movie's actually, I, I love yeah, that movie. You know what you don't bit. remember is John Saxon. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember John Saxon in that movie. I really just don't. saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I remember that whole line by Cheech talking about all the pussy that they have there, all the different types. <laughs> Not John Saxon, though. Not that. Um, I'm trying to remember. Selma Hayek said that she was up for playing some character recently, and I and I wished I could remember what it was. But like, she, she has still- to. Her husband. She'll do anything at this point. Her husband will not let her stay at home and be a rich housewife. He's like, nope, that's not why I married you. You're going to work, and you're not going to get fat. I am not joking. She said that. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It was some big high-profile character, and she said, yeah, I would play that character. And, like, you know, and at her age, it seems ridiculous that she would play it. But, it, you know, but then again, she looks damn good for her age. Her husband's I mean, a billionaire. You know. She's got access to all the stuff, the everything in the world to make oh, her yeah. look she's, amazing. She's, yeah, she's got, she's got the stuff to make. The, yeah, the, he's not going to let her work. get ugly. She can, she can play the role. <laughs> she can play someone in her thirties if she wants to. I don't think she's had a lot of face surgery either. She's definitely getting. She's definitely. Well, she got her knockers done. For yeah, one thing, that's not her face. You know, though. I know that's not <laughs> not her face. Uh, I think she got her face done because she's tight. Like something about when you get your face done, it just you look like a snake, man. I mean, if you like, get like, think Courtney Cox in the new Scream movie. Yeah, but Courtney Cox doesn't have access to billions of dollars. Her husband's yeah. a fucking. She looks like a lizard person. She does. She she got the cheapo special. You talking about lizard people? Look at Madonna. I mean, yeah. she's an oh, alien dude, right yeah. there. I mean, Selma Hayek probably has the blood Ugh. of newborns pouring on her daily. Okay, she can afford that kind of she shit. She has an Aztec temple in the backyard. Yeah, right from the movie Dawn to Dust to Dawn. Yeah, whatever character is Satanica, Demonica, or whatever that's actually Satanica. her in real life. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> As part of the Freddie make, uh, well, actually, in, a, in, a, in unadjusted dollars, this is the eighth all-time highest-grossing slasher movie ever. Damn. Oh, really? Uh, the as, the remake one was. Yes. In unadjusted dollars, so in adjusted dollars, what is it? I, I'm sure that it would be even higher. Yeah. I mean, as far as like how grossing, uh, yeah. how much it did it pretty good. 
As part of the Freddy makeup, Jack Earl Haley had some of his face covered in a green appliance, so it would be digitally altered in post-production via green screen technology. So, I mean, considering the fact that I didn't really notice that that much, I, I gotta yeah. give credit. That's pretty good CGI. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree. I mean, we just came off of 1994 CGI, so, you know, yeah. that was yeah. pretty terrible. <laughs> Freddy Krueger and Nancy are the only character names that reflect the original Nightmare on Elm Street. In the remake, however, uh, Nancy's surname has changed from Thompson to Holbrook. Also in the remake, uh, whether coincidental or intentional, the characters of Chris and Jesse seem to be references to Kristen Parker uh, from Dream Warrior and um, Tina and uh, or Tina and Jesse Walsh from uh, Fred, you know the first movie and then Freddy's Revenge. Uh, Katie Casty auditioned for the role uh, for the film as a big fan of the original film series. Uh, I still think she should have been the final girl in this, yeah. but whatever. Uh, and I'm not a huge Freddy's... Katie Cassidy fan, but she was good in this movie. Yeah, she's not the best in the stuff that she's done, but she was good in this. Yeah. Um, the design for Freddie's iconic fedora hat wasn't finalized until the film was a month into shooting. Okay. Uh, highest earning horror remake as of June 2010. Um, the film used CGI only when absolutely necessary, such as the detailed touches on Freddy's face. Practical work was done to stay as faithful to the original as possible. That's awesome. Uh, according to Jay Bauman of the production company Red Letter Media, which I love their stuff on YouTube, when he was hired as a stand-in for Kyle Gallner, he got to see Jack Earl Haley put on Freddy's sweater for the first time. He said that he also got to chat with Haley about the remake, and he said that Haley rewatched the first Nightmare in his hotel room and called it the worst movie ever. <laughs> what? Yeah, apparently that's what Haley thought about the first Nightmare movie. That's uh, hella Bauman. funny. You know, you're 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 obligated. You're not obligated. You're you're welcome well, to have your own opinion. Who, who is this again? Who's... This is the guy who played Freddy in the 2010 remake. Freddy. So, so Jackie was the one that said it's a horrible movie. Yes, the the very first movie was yes. Uh, not only bad, it was the worst movie ever. Is what he called. Really, it. really, that's your metric. Is that's. <laughs> Oh, how what, the okay. turntables. What about the movie Bloodsucking Freak? So that was a classic? The oh fuck are we God, talking about? Okay, but then how do you see that? movie that makes you feel bad. I mean, that one just, ugh. Okay, but. Worst movie I've ever seen, really? It made Lloyd Worst. Kaufman, uh, uh, you know, actually go back and say that he probably shouldn't have released it. So that should tell you something. Dude. <laughs> Uh, Bauman went on to say that uh, this says this in his commentary track on the Red Letter Media website. He was only there for a day uh, as a stand-in as he didn't like the idea of three weeks of night shoots. Um, oh, but yeah. Jay's, er, but Jay Bauman's pretty cool on Red Letter Media, so I'll, I'll give him credit for that. He knows his shit when it comes to horror movies, especially like uh, obscure ones that no one really knows anything about. He would know about blood-sucking freaks, actually. <laughs> uh Thomas Decker has retrospectively spoken out against the film post-release. Uh, when appearing in a documentary on the making of John Carpenter's Village of the Dam remake, uh, he mentions a Nightmare on Elm Street as an example of failed remakes and calls it a horrendous mess. That's sad. You, I want yeah. Jackie to make another horror movie that sucks. So now everybody's like, really? Yeah, the worst movie true. ever? What about fucking this one, cocksucker? <laughs> Uh, Kyle Gallner was the first to be cast. Katie Casty was the last to be cast. Wow. Uh, in the beginning diner sequence, the colors red and green are prominent throughout. Oh, yeah. That Dean is dreaming and is in Freddy's world. That's kind of cool, but you still don't really feel like it. It looks like it could be, it almost looked like it could, it could be an 80s diner scene, you know? 
I thought yeah. that I thought that opening scene was hell good. That's that's my favorite one. It's I think it's interesting too because he goes by that fire and it flames up or whatever in the in the the kitchen area, which looks a lot like their intro dream sequence uh, of Alone in the Dark, the movie that actually got New Line at start. Yeah. Because in that, Donald Pleasance is the even though he's the doctor in the movie, he's like a uh, fry cook, and he there's this fire that's blazing behind him. Looked exactly like that scene. I was like, were they intentionally calling upon another New Line movie when they did this? That but movie I, sucked so bad. <laughs> <laughs> what alone in the dark yeah dude i don't know I, why they brought christian slater in to play that role oh that's a different alone in the dark you're thinking of like the newer one this was like the old like jack palance one that they had back in the early oh 80s damn I, oh i i, I, I wasn't about. aware of that one yeah it's 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 actually pretty decent like what, i mean what, go what, back and watch that one what's it about uh, four psychos break out of an insane asylum uh, and go after this uh, new psychiatrist that's just joined and his family because they believe that he has killed their old psychologist and they're trying to get the oh, revenge, yeah. even though that never happened. Oh, know? really? Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. aware of that movie. Yeah, it's it's pretty good for what it was. Um, the This is the second time, uh, or this is Jackie Earl Haley's second time playing a child molester. <laughs> He had previously played one in the film Little Children from 2006. Well, no wonder he only had to think about it for a minute and a half. Yeah. And you know what the funny thing is? Rorschach Rorschach. Rorschach was about killing child molesters. Oh, that's funny. Because he was molested. Yeah, because he was molested in Watchmen. Okay, well, he has experience. This is the second time that Wesley Strick has written a remake of a classic horror film. The first was Cape Fear in 91. Now, that's a good remake. That Cape was a good Fear remake, is. yeah. That was a real good for its time. That wasn't the Robert De Niro one, was it? Yeah. Yes. I'm curious what the original one was then. Oh, it was like in the 50s or 60s, and it was like, I mean, the same concept. Yeah. But, I mean, different actors and, and that sort of thing. Uh, Strick was hired to write the script largely ba- on the basis of his uh, of a prequel to Seven he had written in 95 that had never been produced. Um, I don't know that I would like a prequel to Seven. That's a standalone film that never yeah. that doesn't need Just anything. Just don't touch it. it. Leave it alone. What's in the box? You know what, though? It'd be interesting to see the backstory of Kevin Spacey's character. Yeah, but would it really, I mean, it's one of those things where sometimes that makes the character more interesting. Sometimes it takes the mystique away from them. Yeah, because there's so much mastermind in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, and he's barely, I mean, he and he only really comes into play like in the end of the movie because you don't, I mean, the rest of the movie is them investigating the aftermath. He he got away with it, huh? Yes, he turned himself in. Oh, he turned himself in? Yeah, he would have got away because... Brad Pitt's character was saying, we got you. He's like, no, you got me because I turned myself in. You didn't have shit going on. You had and no he, clue. And, and he did that specifically because he knew that, that Brad Pitt's whole thing was wrath and that if he turned himself in, then that would take that would hurt his pride and oh, that it would bother yeah. him. So he did it specifically to fuck with Brad Pitt. That's, oh, my God. I haven't seen that movie in forever. That was that's a one so and done good. for me. I mean, like, it wasn't, like, I, I would absolutely rewatch it. That's, that's on the rewatch list. I would do it, but I haven't. I, for some reason, that and Fight Club are, like, part and parcel in my mind from that same time period like both movies that are great to rewatch. oh like yeah both time. brad pitt movies too so yeah fight club i can watch that over and over and over <clears throat> over 200 extras were used for the high school scenes wow that's, that's a lot of extras yeah 
Uh, when Chris is looking at the obituaries, one of the names visible is David J. Chemersky. David worked in the prop department on the film. Uh, this film is included on Roger Ebert's most hated list. Oh, Why not? He hated Ebert. everything. Yeah, hated it. It stinks. <laughs> uh, I already mentioned you Ronnie gotta, Blakely, who played the mom. You guys got to clip Go that sound bit and put it on the board. So every time you guys talk we about something, you, every time you're talking about Roger Ebert, you can just like drop that. It stinks. <laughs> I almost need the uh, two guys or whatever. Hated from, it. Yeah, hated it. <laughs> two snaps, y'all. Uh. I don't. He hated every fucking thing that was good. Who like, listens to this douchebag give <laughs> his opinion on mo- stupid boomer? Old white women that clutch their pearls. Dude, boomers are so disconnected from what what movies are. And I don't even know if he actually liked even movies that were like nobody. I mean, like you know, I want to say that he found things to bitch about, like say Indiana Jones and the and the Last Crusade. Like you know, I mean. I don't think he hated it, but he bitched about it. And I'm just like, everybody loves that movie. Like, yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? This One of the was best rides at yeah. Disneyland, bitch. This wasn't an accurate representation of the demographic of the people who lived in this area. I was like, fuck a what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we talking about? The guy ripped a heart out of someone's chest and he didn't die. Uh, the, the short Asian character that follows Andy around is annoying. I don't like him. <laughs> was that really one of his concerns? I know. I, I'm sure I probably was. was. I, was, I wouldn't I'm be surprised. Up, but yeah, I would not. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> it would be something like that—the most pettiest shit that you could pick out of a movie—and that's what he would go for. What's that for? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we've already talked about Ronnie Blakely being in Nashville and then Connie Britton ended up being the TV version of it, which is kind of weird. Um, around 19 minutes, just before Chris falls asleep in class, the teacher tells his students to turn their pages to 84. 84 is the year that the original movie came out. That's a nice little throw in. Wait, wasn't there a Goosebumps night or not a Goosebumps, but a Fear Street 1984? Uh, I think, yeah, yeah, because it it was something like that. It was 84, 94, and then like 16, or maybe it was 96. I don't remember. It was, but yeah, that was okay. I tried to get into that that little miniseries thing, dude. It was. Wait, it wasn't. I was thinking of, uh, it was uh, American Horror Story, wasn't it? 1984. They did do an 81, yeah. That was act- I actually ended up liking that one when it was all said. I know. Done. We've discussed it a few times. Yeah. That Fear Street, man, like I the uh, the all the idea with all the ideas were kind of good, but the execution was atrocious, man. Like the the only one that I liked in that was the middle section, the one that was the throwback to the 80s. Yes, and, the, the the summer camp one. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah, American Horror Story was 1984. So that's that's it's interesting to set it then because, I mean, they were basing it more upon um, uh, Friday the 13th, the way it was set at a summer camp and that, but uh, in the American Horror Story specifically, but then, uh, but then they, but that's when, you know, Nightmare came out. Well, so and then, of course, cool. that killer, I forgot what his name was. Uh, yeah, whichever one. or something, or not, uh, God, what, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Nice yeah, that's what, Yeah. 
let's see. Jack Errol Haley and Rooney Mara were originally signed up for multiple films, blah, blah, blah. We've already said. Uh, Chris is wearing a number 10 jersey in the film, the same as Johnny Depp wore as Glenn in the original film. I didn't mm. notice that. Uh, same uh, jersey that um, uh, was worn in Scream by Rose McGowan. Uh, Connie Britton, who plays Nancy's mother and Judith Hogue, the attending ER physician, would later play sisters on the ABC drama Nashville. Uh, principal photography lasted 70 days. Um, let's see. Uh, Connie Britton, who plays the mother of Rooney Mara, is one-third of a love triangle in American Horror Story. This triangle also includes the role played by Kate Mara, yeah. which is Rooney Mara's sister. That's hella funny. It is kind of funny uh kate mara by the way is a better actress oh 100 percent, yes <laughs> she can actually, emote yeah because that character is actually pretty good that's in american horror yeah Story. uh nancy holbrook's house address is in this 2010 remake is 428 elm street exactly the same as that of nancy thompson's and the original nightmare on elm street in 84 uh, Freddie used the I'm your boyfriend line, now line from a nightmare on Elm street and how's this for a wet dream line from uh dream master. Uh, and Nancy, uh, does the way that Lori Campbell killed Freddie with you're in my world now, bitch line from Freddie versus Jason in 2003. Still need to see that. What? Uh, Freddie versus Jason, but I'm waiting. Ooh. October. Buckle up. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look at, I've had to buckle up a good maybe not so much this season but a lot of movies we've seen has been a buckle up for me i just want to see anybody that criticizes that that remake watch freddy <laughs> freddy versus jason you tell me that was a better movie uh it's not no it isn't um it's a fun movie but it's not yeah. better i was gonna say if it's a fun movie like does uh so you take the two most iconic murderers and horror slashers and you make it a a, a comedy? What are we doing? Yeah, it doesn't work so well, much with Jason, but you know, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. I haven't seen it yet, so we got to save it. Well, the worst, the worst part of it is, is they focus too much on the main or the 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 normal people in the movie, the you know the survivors, yeah. as it were. And you're just like, that's not what we want from this fucking movie. We want these two to fucking fight each other. You know, you know whatever. that movie. I'll, that movie has credits in one regard: the murders that the. the the murders are some of the best murders, though. Oh, that'll be that'll be exciting for me. That is true. Did our kids like it? I think my do- I think Nona was laughing when we were watching it. Well, like, Nona is maniacal. She's just weird. Uh, what about the boy? I, I don't it's know. It's Jason. It's he puts a blanket over his head and then you yank it down. <laughs> Put your hands down. Watch a movie. Uh, a sequel is planned for a 2012 release. Uh, Rooney Mara's Tanner Hall co-star Brie Larson was set to play Kristen Parker Oof. in that film. Woof. Uh, mm, I don't. I don't know. Although I will give Brie this, she's been showing her tits more on like the red carpet these days. So there's that for. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, okay, these are all the actresses that were uh, supposedly going in the consideration for the role of Chris. Lisa Ann Walter, don't know who that is. Kim Cattrall. Too old. Whoa. Way too yeah. old. That's what I'm thinking. Cynthia Nixon. Too uh, Kri- ugly. Kristen Davis. Maybe. Maya uh, Rudolph. Nope. Nope. Kate Mara. Yes. <laughs> that would have been weird to have Kate and Rooney Would have loved movie. Kate in this role. Oh, she would have been way better. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. She's from SNL. I, I know she yeah. is. That's why I can't. Yeah, picture her. I can't. I mean, granted, this was. I get that this was thirteen years ago, but thirteen years ago they were in their thirties. 
Yeah. What I mean, and they didn't put- look super young. I mean, if we're giving this the Steve Buscemi uh, Fellow Kids Award, I mean, some of, I mean, even um, uh, the the actress that, I mean, Katie Cassidy was looking a little too old. I mean, she was, she looked like she was in her 20s versus yeah. the teenagers. She oh was my God, I look like I'm 20. <laughs> I know, but all the dudes had like stubble on their face. That's true. Yes, how many high school, did. how many guys in their 20s do you see stubble on their face? I mean, not, my, not many. My best friend had a beard, so like it's like an anomaly at that age. Yeah, I think my my ex had a beard too. Let him I grow it. One. Let him grow it out, and then re then reuse the metric for what a beard is. Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't a, it wasn't a beard beard, but they it was a Fu Manchu. It was just whiskers growing out, probably. No, they they had quite a full. He looked Amish, so I had a beard. Yeah, you have a beard. Correct. This yes. is what a beard looks like. It's not a pretend thing. Yeah, well, I'm no, gluing it, pubes on my face. It was sha- I, it was shaved down for sure, like it was clean cut. So I only knew one guy in high school that had a decent uh, mustache, and it looked like a porn stash. Oh and my it wasn't god! A good look for him. Uh, <laughs> fucking Kayla loves that. She loves a porn stash. Uh, Gabrielle Hispanic. I don't know who that is. And Courtney Cox. No. Whoa. Courtney Cox was way too old yeah. to be playing that Well, game. so were a lot of the, these bitches on the list. It's like Courtney. they got three quarters of the girls from Sex and the City. Well, hold on, hold on. What year was their first scream? What year did that come out? 1996. What the hell, dude? She played a 30-year-old then. Yes, I know. What are we talking about, man? Holy shit. I, it would have been great if she'd came in with that same haircut from the bangs. Oh, from, oh you know, God. no. <laughs> Scream 3. <laughs> I can't believe her what, husband. What, he what? was probably like, what the fuck? Who did you see she that looks did like this Betty to Page. Like that. Okay. turns me on. <laughs> Think about what, what year did Friends end? Oh, God. I don't even know how long that ran. Oh, hold it on. was forever. Yeah. Hold on, I'm looking right now. Anyways, go on. Okay. Uh, by the now, way, Taylor Taylor Lautner was considered for the role of Quentin Smith. Good thing they didn't cast him. That guy can't act for shit. Okay, so uh, let, use, let's what's, use our thinking caps right now. Remember what Courtney Cox looked like near the end of Friends? She was looking woofy. Yeah. Okay, What I want to know what year that was. 2004. So okay. <laughs> okay, so then tack another like seven or six years on top of that of hard Hollywood life because you're not getting roles other than screen. But she had work done, okay? Yeah, like to turn into a lizard. She yeah, was morphing. What happened? He yank her tail off or grows back. In fact, I mean, even Jennifer Aniston looked too. Oh yeah, I think she was doing Cougar Town or just about to and do Cougar Town. She looked old in that. I mean, oh my God, what is like? What are we doing? I'm looking at one of the first seasons, and they all looked too old to play teenagers. Lisa Kudrow actually looks the youngest, and she never looked like. To see if you could pull up cover art for the last year of Friends, where it shows what they actually look like, because her and Matt Perry look like like. Like broke down cars oh, at Matt, the end of that man. Matt Matt Perry was so bloated and uh, from his drug use that he looked like he was eighty years old at the end of it. But same with her, she was looking beat down too. They beat the brakes off her. Look like there was no <laughs> All those stopping. years of living with uh, David Arquette. Yeah, uh, they, they took their toll. I I can't get a good photo. It looks like everything they have of them. Oh wait, there's a slightly bloated picture of him, but. 
It, see if you can pull like 2008 Courtney Cox photo. Okay. Do so we have a metric? Because man, she was looking rough, and that's 04. And it didn't really turn around for her. Let's be honest. I'll get this, though, this next little bit of trivia while we look this up. To provoke a response from the actors in the scene in Freddy's cave, ugh, uh, the photographs they found were Polaroids of little girls mixed with real Polaroids taken from medical surgeries. Wait, what? So there was actual pictures? Yeah, Jackie's like, I got some at the house. I'll bring them in. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how it was. I hated that Nightmare movie, so I've got these little girls' photos to make myself feel better. That's 2004. I don't know if Reverend can see it. I know, but... Uh, it's kind of blown out, but yeah, it's not looking too good for her. Yeah, so. what does 2008 look like for her? Sheesh. I don't know. It's hard to find. Google's not very good. They're just like, here's... Yeah. Courtney Cox paid a publicist to scrub the internets. Oh, my God, dude. I'm just... In your head, how do you justify... Like, yeah, I can pull off an 18-year-old. No. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, uh, her face was real sunken in by that point. She and and she had, I mean, the hollow look under her eyes. Uh, it wouldn't work. Let's Ugh. go back to these Polaroids. There was actual Polaroids because I don't remember seeing what the pictures they were. They didn't show them in okay. the movie. You you only saw his response, and he was freaking out. Like, but apparently they really put they did they put pictures of little girls. They didn't say that they were just little girls. Hopefully. But, I mean, it's Hollywood. They could have been something else. But they, they said that they also included, like, medical surgery, like, photos. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. I thought it was going to be, like, pictures of, like, poor little baby vagines being, like, having hey, it's, surgery it's on them or something. Where'd you get out. these from? Last night? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Ezra Miller's dorm room. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, when Chris is killed, she is wearing the same number jersey as Glenn, as we've said previously. So there you go. Number 10, she's dead. Can't help it. As well as good boy Skeeter. Well, his name was Rufus in the movie, but. <laughs> hold on. I got to get. I got to show. Hold on. Did the dog really die or did he die in her dream? That's a good point because you don't know if she was asleep or not when she, that happened. Well, she was asleep when that one happened. Uh, I gotta show you. That's picture. why I'm, I don't think the dog died in the movie. I think the dog died in, in her dream. But I got a per that doesn't perfect picture of the death scene lightened up so you can see what it looks like. Yeah, but that's really <laughs> the fuck out of here. That's what that's what Skeeter looked like. No, but she was dreaming when that happened. Yeah, I don't know. They they said the dog died, so I don't know. Uh, just like the dog that supposedly died in, uh, what was it, Friday the 13th Part 2, uh, but like somehow came back at the end of the movie and then was yes. never seen again. It, it, who knows? Jason uh, doesn't hurt the dogs. <laughs> Actually, well, and this is a new, this is a different Friday the 13th, remember, or not Friday, Nightmare on Elm Street. Remember in the previous one, Freddy Krueger would not hurt an animal, according. <laughs> Out of everybody, Jason will not hurt a dog because he's a country boy. He understands the utility of a dog. Yeah, well, uh, uh, according to the previous, you know, Freddy's, he would not hurt a dog, but this is a new one. I could totally see him killing a dog. This one probably would, yes. yes. And here, After he fucked it. Here, <laughs> here lies poor Rufus Skeeter. Really? On our living room floor. Played by Buck Camel Weikert. <clears throat> so, Final Girl, uh, Death Holler Awards, Final Girl, Nancy Holbrook. With not only is she a wet sack when it comes to <laughs> acting, a wet ball sack. 
I went Balzac. Uh, we have Quentin Smith, who does most of the work in getting rid of Freddie anyways. So yeah. is she really that good of a final girl when she needs the help of a guy to get the job done? Mm. The original Nancy didn't. He- no, Heather yeah. Langkamp took care of business. Uh, I'm going to put Just a twist saying. on this. I would say the final girl is it's uncredited, but it'd uh, be Robert England. <laughs> Dressed up as a nurse. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> he always wanted to, everyone, and he did multiple times. <laughs> what? Well, uh, so I mean, what's your thoughts, though? I I think she's terrible. I think I she's. You know, it's like you had to remind me she was the final. Hold on, girl. let let because I agree, but then I disagree in some aspects okay. for the fact that. She's a, you gotta take the you gotta take the perspective. It's a teenager. She's playing a teenage girl, and she's full of angst. Girls are already stupid. <laughs> no, but she's like an angsty teenage girl, and her character is portrayed that the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, that's true. She so is playing- and she's been and she's dealing with molestation, which is a whole other thing that none of the other final girls, except for Chris, I believe, in was it Friday three, uh, ever had the hint that they had that going on. So. Correct. So if you if you roll that uh, understanding of that into her character, you can kind of understand why her character comes off as a wet noodle. <laughs> That makes sense. You ever wonder where our daughter pulls her angst from, her emo angst? Where does she get it from? I don't know. She doesn't have it. There's nothing dark other than the fact that we Maybe my sense of humor? Uh, yeah, and the fact that I don't exactly put out those flames. Yeah, my sense of humor is very sharp, dark. It's awesome. People can't tell when I'm joking, so it's the best. The joke's on them. But our daughter's very emo, and I'm like... You don't have anything to be angst about. You don't understand, Mom. Yeah, you don't get it. I guess I was emo too, but okay, anyways, moving on. I'm just saying, when you say, when you compare fucking the girl who played Nancy, and yeah, she's got angst going on, and she had the molestation, okay, but she didn't have to be a fucking wet nut sack, okay? She was very bland. <laughs> I, st- I still, it's it, Heather's the best. So At least she could have been hard. a bitch <laughs> and true. earned that title from Freddie. <laughs> yeah, did did, did uh, it ever talk about her dad at all? No. Hmm. Strong, independent black woman. Yeah. Okay. Don't she's, need so no she's, man. she's missing a dad. Her mom. I mean, her mom wasn't as bad as the original. Or you didn't see how bad she was. She could have been a raging drunk too. That's true. This. I mean, she was gone. She, was, she was worse, though, because she was a know-it-all mom that was like, I'm, I'm a psychologist. I know all about this shit. And it's Let like, me, you don't know anything. Yeah. Let me put my smart glasses on and tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Connie Brighton's so hot. Uh, what about the slasher, this Freddy? I think we all, I think I can speak for all of us when I say I we would, all really liked him. I would love to see him re- reprise the role Yeah, in, I've, in a heartbeat. I think yeah. he did a good job with it. Yeah, he's... One of the most menacing slashers that's uh, that we've ever seen, and also the darkest in his motivation. Yes, like, big time. Uh, best kill for me uh, was Jesse Braun, just because that whole line that he had for. I mean, it wasn't the kill itself; it was the, imp- the as they say, my favorite line from "It's Always Sunny." The implication. Uh, it's just because he's like, "You've got six whole minutes with me." It's like, what the fuck? What are you going to do to him? Like, is this the <laughs> is this the one where he sliced his own neck? No, this is the one in jail where he shows his hand oh, in the dude's chest. Yes. Okay, 
And then he's like in his dream and he's telling him, he's like, I've got six whole minutes to play with you. It's See, like, oh, fuck. That was one. That was like one of the top kills. The fact that the guy gets out of his bunk thinking everything's okay. Yeah. And you. And it wasn't me. It wasn't me. But it was you. <laughs> yeah. But, but he but he gets out of the bunk. You think everything's okay. He gets in the hallway. He starts walking. And he's like, what the fuck? And he turns around. And you're like, oh, shit, dude. <laughs> uh, Freddy's decapitation. I kind of like, too, the way that they, I mean, the paper trimmer thing was pretty cool improvised device uh, so I, i'll give him credit for that i thought that the next slashing scene that was mine because that looked it looked so deep it looked so good and he was doing it to himself even though it wasn't him yeah because in the dream like freddie was like holding his hand yeah to yeah so uh that that was that was it for me so uh, best scream is Chris. I mean, hands down, Katie Casty. I mean, she, there's, I mean, she, like I said, Rudy Mara doesn't really do much in this movie. Yeah. So it's, it's all in Katie Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this award for the darkest killer motivation. Like uh, Jason's mommy issues, original Freddy, you know, killed kids, maybe molested them. Yeah. This is straight up fucking sick shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, even like, Charles Lee Ray, who's not afraid about killing a kid and taking his soul, just, uh, you know, just so he can like, you know, have a body again. There's something not as dark about him either. Like when we get to Chucky, like, I mean, it's, you know, which Chucky's goofy as fuck anyways, but yeah. still like his motivation's still not as dark and he's, he doesn't care about killing kids. Like he's fine with it. Um, <clears throat> Steve Buscemi Fellow Kids Award. Uh, they're looking a little old in this movie. <laughs> they really yeah, are. Yeah, you're right. Because Katie Cassidy. I mean, I think Rennie Mara can pass. More yeah, she an, can. An angsty, fucking grumpy ass bitch. But Katie Cassidy was pushing it. And Kyle, none of, Kyle was. None of the uh, guys looked like they were te- like they were teenagers. When did um, Jennifer's body come out? Oh God. Um, 2009. So Kyle Gallner looked younger and looked more like a teenager in that movie, even though it was one year removed than he did in this. I don't know why, but he did. Yeah. Like, I mean, you go back and he looks like a emo angsty teenager in Jennifer's body, but he doesn't look that way in this movie. You know what I don't understand is instead of having these kids shave, why don't, why aren't they narrowing their faces? There, there you go. Or yeah. wax treatment. Yeah, or I, wax, I don't understand like laser. that. Yeah, the whole idea is you want to you want a baby's face because you, you you're not old enough to grow r- real facial hair. So I don't understand the whole idea where they have them trim them down and it's like five o'clock shadow for everybody. Teenagers have never looked like what they're supposed to look like. Well, I guess a few films where you have the nerds and everything, they kind of look like what you would think a teenager is supposed to look like. We all go through the awkward phase, but in movies, it's it's. It's widely known that the people that play teenagers, they don't look like teenagers. No one at I'm, our school looked like that. Yeah. Did anyone in our schools, any of our schools, look like Megan Fox? No. In Jennifer's body? No, not uh, a single person. Okay, so I'm going to throw a movie out there because I love this fucking movie. You can say what you want to about it, but I still love it. Uh, can't Hardly Wait. Uh, I feel like a lot of the actors in that movie looked like teenagers. Yeah, I mean, but you, Jennifer you Love Huge Tits didn't look like a teenager. You did, she did or she didn't? She did not. Well, she was a little too made up, but I'm saying, like, if you had an Ethan Embry, he looked like a teenager. He looked like a teenager, movie. yeah. And then you got, what's his name, Seth Green. S- Seth Green did. Yeah. I mean, and then Seth Green's, like, friend that hated him but also ended up fucking him, the redheaded girl, she looked like a teenager in that movie. 
And even the like, nerdy kid, the one ended up singing like the Guns N' Roses. Song. Yes, he, that was so funny. He so, when he was so skinny. <laughs> was, was it a redhead? I thought he. I thought he banged that short hair girl. Well, I thought she had red hair, like dark red hair, like burgundy or something. Oh, like, the one that was supposed to be like a lesbian or something. Yeah, she yes, was dumpy. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't. She's just thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. She was dumpy. <laughs> and it wasn't dump trucky. It was just dumpy. Uh, let me see. God, Seth Green fucking aged. Uh, Charlie. Hey. Cor- Corsmo, that's the kid that he played the t- the teenager. Oh my God, Jason Siegel was the watermelon licking person. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Oh my God, I'm looking at all the uh, actors that were in here, and I'm like, oh my God, like yeah, Klepto kid, the redheaded. Do you remember the him? Klepto I don't kid. He kept stealing shit. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that was his name was Klepto kid. But like, literally, they're showing, you know, all these actors, and I recognize them by looking at them. I want to say that's the same dude from American Pie who was the, the Terminator, whatever the fuck you call it. Oh himself. yeah, the something. Oh, the Terminator. Terminator. Yes, it was the Terminator. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Came well, back even, in time to rock your world. Even American, well, American Pie, they they kind of looked like they were twenty year old, so I, they they were a little old in that movie. Yeah, for, but I feel like Can Hardly Wait got it right. They got they got baby faced actors for that movie. For the no most part. girl looked like Nadia in high school. Uh, well, no, I mean that she's she was a foreign uh, exchange student. That's how it is in other countries. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> in your uh, wildest gonna... fantasies, yes. I'm going to give best side characters that pharmacist for standing his fucking ground. Yes. You're not getting those ADHD medicines early, you fucking prick. I was dying because this was 2010 when I don't know that it was such a, like, as big a deal as it has come up more recently. It might have been. That might have been when it started. So, that was fucking, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't have anything to to say about that. Uh, how annoying is the Doom Prophet? I, I I would assume Dean is the Doom Prophet in this movie because he's the first one that tells anybody about Freddy, and then they start realizing after the fact. He he's not really annoying. He's actually, I mean, it's kind of tragic for his character. Like, I mean, he's you know the slits his throat right there in front of his girlfriend and everything. I mean, he's he you know well like we said in the last one, Wes Craven was the Doom Prophet for Wes Craven's New Nightmare. He was cool. This one's just kind of like sad, you know. It's yeah. Like, yeah, God, I I I would have initially thought it was Katie Cassidy's character because all the fucking footwork she was putting into everything, but she yeah. but she only took up the mantle after he got yeah, in front of her that's basically. True. So, uh, dumbest moment. The characters are refreshingly intelligent in this movie for the most part. They even, I mean, trying to even get like the you know the ADHD medicine to stay awake. I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. I was like, why are they trying to get in? Duh. <laughs> yeah, fucking, it could keep you awake. Um, if I had to pick a dumbest moment, is when that girl got uh, got skinned or whatever, and then the dude ran the house. Oh yeah, the one that and, and the alarm. He was the, yeah, he was the stand-in for the guy from the original movie that got that, that ended up going to jail because he was he was Tina's boyfriend. And yeah, got her blood something or about whatever. even even though that happened, he was panicking. I can't imagine him just running out the front door because he dated that girl. He knew how the house was set up. Yeah. So I like I seen that. I was like, uh, I, regardless of what went what happened, I thought he would be a little more cooler in that situation. Well, and uh, the weird thing weird, is too. And, 
the weird thing in this movies too, I mean, when it comes to stuff too, is though, like in reality, I mean, I know if you were in that situation and you're a teenager, quote unquote, that you're going to like freak out because you don't have any world experience, but like, they're not going to automatically assume, I mean, if you, there's not a murder weapon there, I mean, you're, you're going to be questioned. Don't get me wrong, but you're not going to be, it's like, you know, the gavels thrown down guilty. You're going to jail. But if you run, that just cements the case for you. It's like, you yeah. know, it just makes it worse. My dumb ass would have ran because whatever's happening to her, I don't want that to happen to me. That's where my head was. My, my that big makes thing, sense, but that's not why he was doing that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think. My, yeah. my big thing is he came up through the window because he knew that the door was armed because he knew the situation with the house, and then he ran out the front door. He just wanted the GTFO. I know, but he knows that there's an alarm. That's yeah. why he came up through the window to begin with. Understandably, yes. But given the situation that's going on, you kind of almost want, well, he was running because he thought he was going to get blamed for it. Is that what you guys are implying? Because I'm thinking. I don't know, but I, I feel like he would have been more a little more. I'm thinking set that alarm off because now you're going to get the police to come down here, and that's what I want. I don't think that's what his intentions were. No, yeah. No, probably he would not. have called him if he wanted him to do that. That's Correct. true, but ew, I don't know. That was scary. I was, that, I, that was like the one thing. I was like, that's a that doesn't make sense. I would have been like, and then, then little, ran out the door. Yeah, but you're also a woman. That's yeah, that's how you true. Act. <laughs> Wouldn't a good alarm company, though, like have some kind of thing like on the windows, too? I mean, if they Usually, were, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> you know what, too? Uh, what gets me is how quick the police showed up to the situation. Well, that's because they live in a white suburban yeah. A nice neighborhood. That's what happens. It's a nice-ass nice house. I live in Freddy Krueger's house. Fuck. And I was laughing. We picked the kids up from the pool today, and the police were there. And my wife's like, the police are here. I was like, yeah, they're in a nice neighborhood. They don't fuck around here. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like... Down the street from us, where when the, something's happening, they just let no, it ride. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I see CHPD at Rushpool all the time. But they're usually just standing there, kind of watching, like, don't, I got a don't feeling, even. I got a feeling to see, they're, they're, when they respond to that area compared to what they respond to out here, are totally different standards. No, 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 no. CHPD is waiting for the trauma to start. They're like, something's going to happen. We're going to be here to put it to a kibosh immediately. Versus Roseville PD, they don't have to be there because shit probably doesn't happen. But when it does happen, they're there lickety split. Yes. You know, CHPD is just like, yeah, something's going to happen. We just don't know when. So we're just going to have someone here. Or the pool pays for one of them to be there or it's in the contract of, hey, we need to protect Rush Park or whatever, you know. So it, it would make sense because it's not the worst neighborhood, but it's not the best either, you know? And here I am thinking about how the place that I'm from has like one sheriff yeah. and two deputies for an entire county. And if you need any help, fuck you. You're you're on your own. <laughs> well, it's basically the same thing out here. You call the police. They show up after the crime. That's no, 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 no. Because we live in a nice neighborhood. We live in such a nice neighborhood that a cop stood outside of our house watching flames going up. And he, the only thing he thought was, do I need to make sure this house doesn't burn down? He didn't want our house to burn down. He didn't think you were doing something illegal like burning a goddamn couch in the backyard. Hell yeah. I burned a whole couch in a burn barrel. And when you told him <laughs> you were doing that, and I made the smart choice by sending a white man out instead of me going out there being like, what? What do you want? You know? But, like, a white male came out. He's like, hey, sir. Oh, just burning a couch? I just wanted to make sure your house didn't burn down. Have a nice day. That's what kind of white neighborhood we live in. I, I think that, that went down. Me and my buddy in the backyard drinking, burning a couch, and Rainy comes home. 
And the burner barrel is like out of control, and he's just over there at the water hose. And my wife's like, "What are you doing? Nothing." I'm on the second floor, looking down at the flames, reaching the second story window. Yeah, <laughs> I could feel the fa- the flames, a fan in my face. You know, that's 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 yeah. Okay, police, it, white neighborhoods. Yes, it makes sense. All right, so we've hinted at the article. Let's discuss it before we get wrap this whole oh, thing. Oh yeah. Up. So Robert England was quoted saying that he would not return as Freddy, but he has some ideas on what they should do if they want to continue the series. He thinks that they should uh, either remake three, the Dream Warriors, yes. and continue on from that point. Which is his forward, choice film. Uh, which is the fan favorite, and he recognizes that of the sequels. Or they should, or 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 in addition to maybe go back and remake part two and then lean into the, like, you know, for a new generation, the gay undertones. (laughs) No, you know what my favorite movie is? And I don't know which one it was. And it's not because it was good. It's because the special effects were awesome. It was the one where the guy gets on the, the, the motorcycle and it integrates into part five dream child. We love this. Yeah, dude, the special effects in that one. That was good. good. That one looked real painful. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I'll never uh, forget well, that. But but to their credit, in part three, the guy with the veins that came out. And made yes, him even your son was talking about yeah. that the other day. That that sticks with you. Yeah. It looked, oh, my God, they did such a good I, job with that. I think his idea from taking three and moving forward is actually a damn good idea if they wanted to go that I think route. so, too, yeah. You just got to dismiss two altogether. It had its moment. We're glad the gays love it, honestly. Ugh. You got your own Freddy film, y'all. <laughs> Good for you. Um, <laughs> Happy Pride. I think, I think there's a reason. The reason I think there's potential there is because if you go back and you look at the original ending that was intended for three, they were going to have Nancy become basically like a dream ghost that would help protect the Ooh. children of the town against Freddy. And if you went that route, that would be actually pretty fucking cool. And then to bring the dream warriors and make them more of an ongoing threat to Freddy. Uh, to protect the children of Springwood. Yeah, and actually give them some fucking balls this time because that fucking Dream Police bullshit was bullshit. I don't know about that. That sounds like all the making makings of like a bad TV show. The Dream Police. Oh, yeah. Where every week is an occurrence where they're battling. Freddy in the well, ether. Well, it could be, but I mean, you also have the potential, I mean, to have really cool, like, dream powers for them, and you can, like, you know, and, like, maybe Freddy has to, like, to counter them. He has to get more creative about how he goes about getting his kills. You also have the potential of them getting trapped into his own personal hell. So yeah. it's not like, you know, they're just, the dream police were fucking weak as fuck. And which you, film was it? Was know, it five or four? Which four, one did I? Four. four. They just got, took out like chumps. See, yeah. You, you know, you know, if you did like a TV series like that, you'd almost have to have a revolving cast of characters other than Jason. Well, or yeah. Cause you're going to have people that die in real life that get to get the chance to be dream police if they have what it takes. Really? If. They have what it takes. Or if they don't have what it takes, they're in the belly of the beast, literally, in his stomach, a soul in there. He swallows them. Like yep, because they're trapped. Mm-hmm. And then he touches them inappropriately. Well, I mean, they're in his tummy, so I don't know how that <laughs> works. But, I mean, we've all seen the 50-foot Freddy, okay? Except for Lene Quigley. She does form his nipples, or she has her own uh-huh. nipples, whatever. They're nice. That's all I'm going to say. Nice. She literally <laughs> busts through. <laughs> which one's which one's Renee Quigley? Linnea Quigley was in the Fifty Foot Freddy. She was the the Nurse. tits poking through. No, she was the tits poking through his abdomen. She apparently got so into the scene, she literally busted through it. Yeah, the whole thing fell over. Yeah, yeah. 
She knocked the um, hole with people in it and everything. Nobody got go hurt. Back, go back and Google it, Noah. You'll you'll see where you'll see the boobs. Like you can't miss them. Her pressing her tits out. That's all she does in the scene. And uh, like allegedly, no. Well, okay. And that's the thing is like they they were wearing nude body suits. I don't know that she was wearing anything. It's Linnea Quigley, so she probably uh, wasn't. She was probably full. Yeah, but they painted them in this, like, slime before they threw them in this 50-foot Freddy thing that they made. And she was in, they were literally in the stomach just, you know, you could see them pressing through. I vaguely remember that part. Yes, and you you see her titties against the abdomen. Yeah. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but. As far as like, uh, we don't need to remake two. I don't. I mean, no, we don't. Um, that was bad. I He's see running why he around the want... backyard, going after people. Is like, what the fuck are we doing? Well, he, his whole argument, and if you read how he describes it, he says they could go more into the whole like how Freddie was like, you know, uh, almost flirting with Jesse in the movie. You know, like they could focus more on that if they wanted to like have more gay. Rep- I'm just well, like, yeah, he was an equal opportunity fucking, molester. God like God I said, it. Robert England, sit down. No, 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 no. You're well, out, yeah. In terms you're out of, of your make, fucking element, instead of making, t- it, yes, it, it, you can't remake two because if you don't make it as gay as it was in the eighties, then you're gonna have the Alphabet Crew. Let me tell angry. you what's gonna happen the if you make that. The Alphabet Crew will be mad regardless yeah. because no matter how much you represent, it's not enough. Yeah, let that's me, true. Let me tell you, this is gonna work out. You're gonna make that fucking movie full on fucking Pride event, and guess how many people are gonna go see it. The half percenters. The, okay. the same amount that went and saw that one gay romance movie, uh, what was it, Bros or whatever it was yeah. called that came out a while yeah, back. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have you're gonna have sales equivalent to Bud Light. Like, dude, you're Ooh. fucked. Yeah, uh I or do target. Yes. Look at Robert England doesn't have the worst ideas. Yeah, he threw in two, but I don't know. He said three or higher, which is fine. I do agree with that sentiment. And I do like the film his film. That is a favorite. Granted, it's it's may not be my favorite because I'm Raina, but I mean he's not wrong. So he knows where the fan base is, and I think that he has enough experience. Clearly, having brought Freddie to life, I think that he would know what it takes to kind of help the film be successful. Uh, he honestly does. I'm sorry. Well, according to the numbers, it was pretty successful. What? The new Nightmare on Elm Street they made. That is true. Uh, the, in, the dollar save was successful. Did Freddy well, ever get backlash, so was, though? Yeah, but but uh, so was Friday the 13th Part 5, and it was so hated after people got the bait and switch yeah. and initially went out that they refused to come back for Part 6, which to me is the best in that fucking series. Yeah, so. but if you sit down and rewatch now, right now. Yeah, but who's going to do that? There's a lots lot of people do it. I don't feel like a lot of people do. I feel like people who, like, it should be rewatched. Like it he should. was talking about, everybody's opinion is now changing on that movie. Oh, it wasn't as bad as we we said it was. Well, that's because they're seeing other films. It's not because they're watching the whole series. But I'm saying, though, that as time goes on, they're like, okay, maybe we misjudged it. This is actually a pretty good movie. I I, I agree, But uh, here's the thing. I think that the time has came and went for them to actually do anything with it now. It unfortunately got shafted for what it could have been. And I just hope that them having a forgiving look back at this one allows them to be more forgiving when they do change out Freddy for that. Because they're going to make a sequel, a new movie. It's going to happen. If Robert England is involved with it in some creative way, I think the fans are going to fuck it. I got an amazing idea for the new Nightmare on Elm Street. You heard it here for us on Death Holler, everyone. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we change it. We make Freddie a woman. Nah. No, just listen. Hold on. Let, 
We make Freddy a woman, and she's I've a smoking movie. and she's a smoking hot <laughs> high school teacher. And what she's doing, she's fucking all the young men in the class. But instead of them murdering her, all the guys are correct. All the all the dads are congratulating her. Boom. And then, and then the women in the community get together and burn her, and then that's yeah. what she's yeah. for revenge. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen this movie. I feel like it's something that Donnie G would review. It's something Donnie G would be reviewing for us. I think I downloaded the wrong movie. Someone get Chad GBT and get a script for that. She she wouldn't have, like, finger knives. She'd have finger dildos. Is that what you're trying to tell me? There is a Freddy movie like that. No, no, no. So every finger has uh, one of those those pocket pussies attached to it. She realized she has to run it like a McDonald's. I got to pump these orders out. And she's just going to town. <laughs> the look on your right face right now is the best. You married forget, me. That's your I fault. I forget that he could see me sometimes. <laughs> this is how it is all the time. He tells me not to judge him, but it's my job. <laughs> Somebody's got to ground him. This movie has the potential if you really get a good script writer. And a budget of $12,000, maybe. You'd be shocked how many people would throw money on a movie like that. I think you, they, I, I'm pretty sure they already have. I'm, I'm yeah. sure that movies exist. That movie somewhere. exists somewhere. Yeah, but it doesn't exist on film. Yeah. No, legit <laughs> film. Not a VHS camera. <laughs> well, that's that's probably true. They probably didn't have the budget for an actual movie. We'll, we do some we'll CGI. Like, we could really make something happen. Uh, what what if the uh, female Freddy was Brie Larson? Representation. <laughs> that's what we're looking for. It would change her whole character in the public eye overnight. All these guys would go from hating her to loving her. This is the best teacher we've ever had. All these accolades. Everybody's like, yeah, but all the kids are dumb as fuck. <laughs> She's building a bond with these students. <laughs> she's re- She's literally... Bringing kids in by the truckload and doing after-school sessions with them and really expanding their minds. <laughs> Man, are you really going to stare at me like that? Yeah. This is hilarious. You don't have a good sense of humor. <laughs> I do. <laughs> is the, are we doing oh. another remake? We know community. that it never works. Uh, I think that they'd be better off if they did like he said, started like somewhere in the middle and going He's on. He's talking about Robert England, not you. Oh, I, I thought the, the girl Freddy's a good idea. I, I'm not opposed to the girl Freddy, but I think that the other stuff probably won't fly. Uh, and, and, get, and here we do this. Many, uh, so the, you, get too, you get too many of the, the alphabet crew, they'll get mad at that representation. So this here, I got this. We can fill this in. This like, let me run with this. So all the women kill her, and then she comes back, and then what she does, she chops off all the dicks of the guys, the of the sons, and then turns them all into trannies. Done. I, the, I think that would blockbuster get you a, a of the flag. year. I, th- I think you would get a flag on a, a, a parade somewhere for that. That oh my god, movie of the year, budgets to the roof, people would be seeing it nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> the rest of the world would be like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> You know, they actually have, like, a whore Freddy costume, and I'm sure they have a whore, they have a whore Chucky costume. They have Hell a whore yeah. costume for everything. So you dress up as Freddy, and I'll dress up as Nancy this year. 
Okay. <laughs> I cannot, in my right mind, as a mom, I don't mind dressing up as a whore. You know that. But, like, I can't dress up as a whore Freddy or a whore Jason or a whore Chucky in front of our kids. They would be, like, Whatever. that's the worst nightmare. I don't want to go out dressed like Nancy. I was wearing the room. No, nope, you got to go out in public. I don't, you're gonna, I don't care. As long as, <laughs> as, long as there's a payday at the end of that. Uh, is he going to dress like Nancy from the original movie, or is he going to dress like Heather in his in that tight black dress as she's getting ready? He's to go gonna out wear the tight the... black dress with the with the tights, <laughs> make him put on some black pumps. Give a shit, oh rocket! <laughs> he knows on Halloween he gets a trick and a treat. So <laughs> that's be hell good. We can do that for Halloween. I'll be Nancy and you be Freddy. Whore Freddy? Yeah. Where you... are we going? I don't know. Who cares a shit? We'll go trick or treating like that. No. <laughs> okay, wear like leggings or something then. What do you mean wear leggings? Oh, just what? We'll cut out the crotch. Oh my god, this podcast is you know. <laughs> I guess it's a good time to plug uh, Leanne to it. They don't. They're not doing anything. Oh, dude. Yeah, my... I mean, it's like that meme. Or you're poking someone with the stick and you're like, do something. Do something. <laughs> yeah, my buddy is like a manager now somewhere, so he's all scared to death to do it. Why doesn't oh, God. I have a proposal? Why not have me in the seat over here? I can do any of the editing that you need me to do, or you could be sitting in that seat and whatever flipping of the channel. Well, I guess it would just be me and you, but he could be there talking, just not. I don't know. I, I, Just not on camera. I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I'm not big at pushing people to do stuff. Either you're going to want to do it or you're not. Because I guarantee you, you get me on this show because when I was doing the show with you, and he's probably listening to this podcast right now, so yeah, I'm talking to you, Mike. But it, it, when I got on the show, he did not like me on the show. I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't like me on the show. It just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same dynamic you and him had. Yeah, you don't get the same fucked up sense of humor we do. I have a pretty good fucked up sense oh, yeah? of humor for a How'd woman. How'd you take that fucked up sense of humor as laid down? No, you're not doing that. <laughs> okay, then. You're not making That's that That's what I'm bill. saying. <laughs> I took it just fine. You got to be able to pick it up and run with it for the touchdown. Mm, no. Uh, but, yeah, he, did, he it was not the same dynamic, so I don't think he liked it. So he's like, okay, I got to get back in there. So I think we start doing that shit again. He'll fucking start wanting to fight. Oh, I got to fix this podcast before she fucking burns it to the ground. That's a good point. Like kind of reverse psychology. It's like this shit. I, I'm not gonna let this go under my name any longer. I'm gonna come back for and uh, fix this crap. And I so. will rip apart that podcast, Mike. You know I will. I'll lean right into it. <laughs> I'll you know, skip a beat. I'll just roll right with that. Good old Viking graveyard. Just yeah, burning ship out in the ocean. So that's my proposal. Of the whole situation, but yeah, so Le- Leanne into it, or Leanne to it, is, we don't know what's going on with that, and good luck getting Kayla in here for a Hot Mess Express, because that girl needs to get her shit together. You should just do a show with me. You're going to get very uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable all the time. I've been married to you for a long time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, everybody. I married him. It's fine. <laughs> He's going to die soon. He has a lot of money worth what? Yeah, you're going to get a payday. You're going to get a Sancho, get a pool in the backyard. I'm not going to get a Sancho. Sancho's going to want some of that money. Fuck no. Well, you get a pool boy and you just fucking. I don't fucking... want a pool boy. That's gross. And I don't even have a pool. Yeah, but he's not going to clean. You're just going to pick the ones you want. And then when you're done, you throw them away. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I Once really a week? don't. That's not, it's not worth my v- vaginal oh my pH, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this would be what like would Leanne into it is like. That's what I'm sitting there thinking. This is like a preview of the show. Yeah, it really here. is. So yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll we'll probably do that. We'll see what happens. Would you call it Leanne? It, that's what it looks like. It looks like Leanne to it. Lean in to. I know. It. We know what it is, but it looks like Leanne to it. When you go onto like Twitter and whatever you guys' pages oh, are, it looks like Leanne to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You should do it with me on Friday then. Oh, we can. Well, okay. Next Friday, folks, go check us out. <laughs> and with that, peace be with you. And with your spirit.